Thanks for tuning back in to the Pet Cash Pod. This is your host, Andrew Pet Cash. Wow, these, these weeks are really flying by. It feels like I just recorded this podcast yesterday for last week, and here we are again. But anyway, not a ton of stories that I felt were of utter importance this week, so hopefully it's a little bit of one on the shorter end. Uh, something that you should do and um, someone recommended is, you know, throw this on uh, 1.5 or 2, two speed on your podcast thing and you can whip through them in like five to seven minutes and you get all the important information you need. Uh, two housekeeping items. Number one, few announcements coming in September. A lot of cool stuff being released. Hopefully uh, you'll enjoy it and, um, you know, take part in some of the updates. And then uh, number two, I'm going to be, I'm thinking of cutting back one day just because a lot of these articles do require a lot of research, uh, as I'm sure you can imagine. So I'm like, there's going to be no Monday post tomorrow. And I'm trying to figure out which days are best. I'm going to keep this Sunday weekly roundup. And then I do love Wednesday, but then it kind of makes it hard to add that other day. Um, so I might go like Tuesday, Thursday, I might go like Monday, Wednesday, I'm not I'm not sure yet entirely. But I uh, just wanted to keep you up to date on that. The name is changing from Pet Cash Post to Pet Cash Sports as uh, you're probably seeing um, on some of the stuff, I'm slowly changing it over. But other than that, let's hop right into the feel-good stories of this past week. Uh, First up, Vanessa Bryant, the husband of Kobe Bryant. She won $16 million in uh, the lawsuit over the helicopter crash photos, um, which were deemed basically illegal that they shouldn't have done it, blah, 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 blah. Um, But anyway, she's donating all $16 million to uh, the Mamba and Mambasita Sports Foundation, which helps underdeserved youth. Uh, so love to see that. And, uh, you know, hopefully a lot of the kids will benefit from it. And then a really cool story that kind of went under the radar. Not many people talked about, but definitely caught my attention was uh, former golfer John Daly, as many of you know from some of his uh, interesting antics. But anyway, uh, there was a he got an update. 14 years later for something good he did back in uh, back in 1991. Um, so basically what happened is he donated $30,000 for college education after Tom Weaver died in a big storm. And this was after he won a tournament. He just heard about it and uh, wanted to do something good for them. And uh, the youngest daughter just got accepted into medical school. So he just said it's a you know, really feel good story that it was more than the money and, and that they're still thankful and they reached out and, you know, it was all happy, uh, happy go, cool meeting. Um, but love to see stuff like that. Athletes, they don't get enough credit for some of the stuff they do like that. And uh, there's a ton of them doing it. And I'm trying to bring attention to obviously, yeah, their investments and business moves, but also their charity and philanthropy and, you know, the good things they're doing for uh, everyday people. So hopping right into the business of athletes for this past week, we uh, first up cool initiative being launched. So the Players Impact, they're a venture capital firm built for current and former pro athletes, and they recently launched an online portal for its members to communicate with each other. So you know whether that is just helping each other with financial education or deal flow to uh, certain things. Um, that that's coming up and they're calling it the global locker room. So I think we're going to see more stuff like this happen around athletes uh, and their uh, little, their little, I guess be an S it's a venture capital firm, but I'm sure they do a lot of SPVs, special uh, purpose vehicle um, where they raise money to invest in things. 
They do have a few uh, listed on their website in their investment portfolio, including DraftKings, Highmark Interactive, Epibone, and then also Sideline Swap. Next story we got is Lemon Perfect. They are currently the fastest growing brand in the enhanced water category. Uh, Beyonce is a big supporter. Um, you might have seen some of her ads. But uh, they announced earlier this week that women's tennis player Sloane Stevens is uh, joining the team as not only an ambassador, but also an investor. So, you know, huge reason why I cover a lot of this stuff is we're starting to see more and more of this. You know, Sloane not just taking a couple million dollar check to promote Lemon Perfect, but actually, you know, still probably getting good marketing fees and endorsement money and sponsorship from them, but also saying, hey, let me put a little bit money into you or or advisory and get just getting on their cap table. That's what a lot of these athletes are doing. And it's a win-win for both, right? Lemon Perfect gets the athlete they want and more upside. And then the and then the athlete doesn't just get, you know, cash. They also get equity and uh, long-term um, success for how well the company does. So it incentivizes the athlete to promote better and incentivizes uh, the, the company in the sense that they don't have to give up as much cash usually. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, Sloan Stevens for you. So a lot of female tennis players doing a lot of cool things, which you love to see. Former NFL quarterback Michael Vick, he announced that uh, his co-founded sports tech company, FanField, they're launching an NFT platform this fall. So essentially what they're trying to do, which several other people and companies are trying to do, is bring together the biggest names in sports and then release digital collectibles and exclusive experiences around it for fans. Now, I there are a lot of these marketplaces and companies, so it'll be interesting to see, but obviously there's a, there's a want for it or a need or something with connecting fans with athletes. Uh, but something I will note that is interesting is if you go and you look at the NIL, the name, image, and likeness deals that are happening in college sports, a very small percentage of them are happening between fans and the athletes. I think it's like 5%, uh, the last report I read. So We'll, we'll kind of see like how much fans are willing to like buy into these players. But uh, there's obviously something there. It's a major trend we're seeing. One of the, the biggest announcements that I think uh, has a lot more that we hasn't even been released yet is that Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy, they announced the formation of TMRW Tomorrow Sports. And this was alongside former uh, NBC sports producer, Dick Ebersol and then executive Mike McCarley. So uh, they're going to obviously in a lot of these ventures, the, the athletes are they're like kind of the face behind it. They, they get recognized as co-founders, but uh, like Dick and Mike are going to be running most of it. And then Rory and Tiger will, will be the face and they'll do stuff. Right. But uh, we're seeing a lot of this as well, where you have athletes and then you have their business partners or just people in the sports space. And they're combining up to create these companies. So instead of, you know, Mike and Dick creating this and then bringing on Rory and Tiger later on, what we're seeing now in 2022, and we're going to see a lot more similar to what I talked about at Sloan and uh, Lemon Perfect is uh, bringing them on, except now you're bringing them on right at the start to accelerate it even further. But this also all ties into uh, the PGA Tour and Live Golf uh, for a uh, fanatic well, however you want to describe the, exactly the situation there, but uh, they're competing and, and playing it out. And so they're also releasing 
their new league on Monday nights, and I'm talking about the PGA Tour here, called the TGL, and this was along with Tomorrow Sports and Tiger and Rory, and uh, it's going to have six teams of three. You have uh, 15 Monday night matches a year, and it's in these like tech-infused venues that kind of look like Top Golf uh, type things. But what is interesting is this past week as well, Callaway and Top Golf, uh, which they're the same company now. They made sure their name is Top Golf Callaway. So I don't know if they're involved somehow. I could definitely see that. That would definitely uh, be interesting. And then one additional note: Tiger and Rory both are uh, big time into the business worlds as well. Uh, McElroy has Symphony Symphony Ventures, and then Tiger has TGR Investments, and they own you know golf companies and a bunch of other in their portfolio. And then kind of the last story in business of athletes this past week is uh, billionaire Bill Ackman, who is uh, from Pershing Square that you might be familiar with. And then his one of his investment things, Prism Capital, they uh, led a $26 million investment in a new organization, the Winners Alliance. Uh, and it's designed to help professional tennis players pursue business opportunities off the court. One of the main people, uh, I think he's a co-founder actually, uh, but it's not completely clear is Novak Djokovic, and the Winners Alliance, because it is almost like an offshoot of the uh, Professional Tennis Players Association. So, like, there's the NBA Players Association, right? Um, and then there's the NBA. So, this is like in tennis, there's you know the Tennis League, then the Players Association. This is kind of like almost an offshoot version of that, but essentially, they're just trying to bring education and more opportunities. But to invest in it obviously means there there must be a bigger play or something. So more more to definitely come out of that. I'm definitely intrigued by it. I might write actually a more in-depth article about what's going on there. But uh, anyway, that was the business of athletes from this past week. Let's hop right into name, image, and likeness and the college sports from this past week. Every week, there's a ton of noise in the NIL space, uh, trying to always condense it down for you. You don't need to know about every deal that goes down. You need to know, don't need to know about every partnership, et cetera. Uh, but anyway, basically I picked out, I think it's three or four stories here that were the most important. Um, that it, The way I look at kind of like this section of this podcast even is if you were on vacation for a whole week, you came back. Like I want it to be like you didn't miss anything. Like we all get bogged down in news, news, news. Like at the end of the day, like real decisions take time and and anything worth value, you know, you see it once a week, you listen to this on Sunday morning, or you listen to it Monday morning in your car. Uh, or if you work from home, you know, maybe you're biking, whatever, you're going to get all you need. And that's what I pride myself on in these. So anyway, let's get into it. St. John Bosco's football team, they, uh, they signed the first team wide NIL deal for high school sports. And it was with C-O-N-G-I-Q Sports Performance. Um, and basically all the players are going to get compensation for posting things on social media. And uh, they'll all be listed as influencers on the company's websites. And uh, their first two payments will happen before the season even starts. And it's ex- expected to be $400 for each player who participates with a $200 upfront payment. So super cool to see this stuff. I, I know a lot of people, and, and I wrote about Friday, I think it is fine for high school, especially some of these big ones. St. John's Bosco is one of the biggest schools. They're basically a college team. Um, and uh, but, but yeah, I, I think it will get a little funky if we start going younger and younger. And, you know, first middle school team, first fifth grade team, yeah. 
that's not good. But high school, good to see some of these guys. They, uh, I mean, look, LeBron was on ESPN and all over and selling out Ohio State Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers Arena when he was like 17. So uh, similar situations. But uh, anyway, next up, Hooters pulled off another great move. They're absolutely crushing NIL. They're doing it better than 99% of brands out there. They signed 51 college football offensive alignment deals from 10 different schools. And uh, they're, they're just expanding through that. A lot of people, you know, offensive linemen always get overlooked. So they're really taking advantage of that. And uh, they're doing a great job. So I think brands that get creative and they find their little niche, they find the right athletes. And then athletes that obviously present themselves in the right way. It's a perfect matchup. And uh, there, aren't, there weren't any public details about the deal. But I would imagine it's a uh, Pretty solid deal for for every player and probably a lot of free food too, which is good for offensive linemen. Other than that, two quick stories. Uh, a deal of the week that was pretty interesting, I thought, was Jordan Addison. He transferred from Pitt to USC. He uh, signed an NIL deal with United Airlines, and uh, it, it's just that's like a really big, that's a that's a big partnership. Um, so it's you know that's one that Patrick Mahomes could get but we're giving it to college players now. So just kind of calling out the shift there. And uh, just so you know that United Airlines is also the naming sponsor of the Trojans home field. So you see how it's kind of shifting and it's going to be just interesting scenarios playing out between uh, the players and then the colleges and universities as the money. Now it's, you're even seeing in donors, Hey, do I give 5 million for a new locker room or do I give 5 million for a few good players? So that is uh, to be told over the next few years. And then other than that, also in the high school space, talking about NFTs again, like I said, follow the trends. It, it might not be there yet. I think people are worn out of it. I think we need a new word for NFT because um, it's not, it's, that's like the hype and the bad version of it, but there is a lot of utility and uh, benefits we can get from them. But anyway, use sports streaming platform, Baller TV announced that uh, it's going to be allowing their high school athletes that use it uh, post their film to make money off of NIL. So essentially, their video highlights can be sold as NFTs, and they're going to big time basketball camps to start, and then they're going to try to sell it. I mean, I don't know, I think that's the benefit of a lot of this is kids can get really big on social media and do NIL deals. And I, I just don't, there's enough really good free content out there. I think it's going to be hard for athletes to just sell an NFT of like their big dunk. But we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, follow the trends. I'm following it. NFTs are just, they're showing up everywhere and especially all over sports. See how it all plays out. But uh, stay on top of that stuff. And then that that's it for NIO College Sports of the Week. Heading over to Sports Technology. Smart Training Application Perform has raised $1.2 million in pre-seed funding, and they also signed up U.S. Olympic silver medalist Meb Kaflazigi as an advisor as they're uh, building out their platform, and uh, they launched a beta earlier this year. But essentially what they're doing is the app is it matches users with a coach um, who then creates a personalized training plan, and then you can get like video calls, messages, but then it uses AI, um, and AI, remember, it's sometimes just a fancy word, but uh, it helps like the athletes motivate themselves, and it adapts in real time to heart rate, heart rate and pace, 
like during the workout. So we're seeing a lot of interesting things in this like fitness space of, uh, you know, trying to optimize performance. And I'm huge on data. I'm huge on anything on that, especially in sports always, right? Athletes are going to try to get the edge. The coaches are going to try to get the most out of them, teams, organizations. Uh, but then also pulling it back. And then, you know, you're just a 35-year-old and you want to be, you want to get in better shape. I think there is real validity to some of these things. Heading to the NFL, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they're up 23% from last year's list, and they became the first NFL team to generate over a billion dollars in revenue in just one year. And uh, they are also valued at $8 billion, which is clearly number one um, and, and the most valuable squad. And, and remember, these are just projections. It's not like true what they sell at at $8 billion. Honestly, I would argue they're worth more. If the Denver Broncos sold for $4.5 billion, I'd have a hard time believing the Cowboys would not even go for for double that. I would say they'd probably go for $10 billion. But uh, we'll see. It's just These teams are getting massively... They're, they're just getting huge. And the revenue keeps going up. I don't know. Is there a top? Maybe, maybe not. I guess we'll see. Personally, I, I think we're a little bit a ways away from that as we find new ways to engage fans and and get athletes a little bit more uh, involved but like like anything we will see I believe eventually there has to be a top and that's why I think we're also seeing investments now people people with a lot of money go ah, I'm not gonna invest in and buy a you know two percent stake in an NFL team it's too expensive I'm just gonna go buy a majority stake in a woman's sport or an alternative league like pickleball or, you know, cricket's even like starting to trickle its way into the U.S. Um, and I talked about this a little bit in the Alternative Sports League article I did a few weeks ago. Uh, but anyway, we'll see how that all plays out. Another raise from this past week, London-based Sport Buff. They were founded a few years ago. Um, they, they're basically trying to change how sports are watched around the world. They raised $2.5 million in seed funding. They, uh, they have like gamification and on-screen engagement tools. So basically while you're watching, they're trying to, you know, predict things. And we're seeing a little bit of that uh, come in. Um, we'll see how it all plays out. But uh, it is used by Major League Soccer um, as, as one of the major broadcasters that use it. Um, so they raised their round. And then uh, another interesting kind of just stat, uh, the NFL, the average ticket price is now going for $151. And if you pull back 30 years ago, it was $27. So it's up, you know, uh, over over $120 in 30 years. Um, so basically at that rate, I don't know, are we going to reach $200 in eight years? We'll see. Like I said, I think there's a top at sports somewhere. Haven't found it yet, obviously. And then uh, the last kind of things of this past week, another trend, right? We talk about NFTs. Let's talk about esports. Esports are getting huge. So I'm saying, like, we're worrying about, hey, the NFL keeps growing, growing, growing. Well, look at this. Learfield, they're a uh, media data technology service provider, mostly in college athletics, electronic arts, EA Sports, you might know them as. They, uh, they're both combining, like, partnering to host a national competition for EA Sports Madden NFL 23. So football, but in the digital world, played with, you know, controllers and one person instead of, you know, a team of 12 and 
all that. But anyway, they are giving out $150,000 in cash prizes. So just like that, it's a, I pay attention to trends. Esports is one of them. You've seen it week after week after week. And so I urge you to listen to these podcasts every week. You'll start to catch on things. NFTs, you're hearing a lot about esports. And then as we know, we're early to it. It will go down to the general population. And that's how kind of things grow. And uh, another esports story, there's a uh, franchise, Valhallen. They acquired the United Federation of Esports Athletes, UFEA. Um, and we now have the largest youth esports franchise in the country. And essentially, it's designed for high school students, um, giving them teams and opportunities and just kind of like their league, right? So there's like Little League in baseball. And now there's this league in, uh, in, in esports. But anyway, that was it for the week. I appreciate you tuning in as always. I'll fill you in on kind of some of these updates here, hopefully in a, in a few weeks in September. But I appreciate you always listening. Like I said, throw it on 1.5 or 2 speed, knock it out. I'm, I'm trying to keep you up to date on the most important things. It really keeps me on track. It really helps me see, you know, where sports are going, what's going on, what's important, what's not. And, uh, and also, you know, see where the opportunities lie and uh, the, the good investments as well. But anyway, we'll get to all that stuff. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, thanks again. Peace.